In today's episode of the Optimal CEO Podcast, I'll be sharing with you how starting with the wrong picture of health can set you up for failure and how choosing the right picture can set you up for success. So stay tuned to find out how. Here at the Optimal CEO Podcast, we help CEO entrepreneurs who love taking ownership of their wellness journey because they know it's their most prized investment. And when their state of wellness is at its peak, their income soars. We want to help relieve CEO entrepreneurs from the pressure of unnecessary health exposure so they can be highly focused on growing their business and physically optimized for the journey so they can enjoy getting there. Hi, I'm Dr. Brian Brown, and I'd like to personally welcome you to today's podcast episode. Thank you for joining me. Now, picture of health, what am I talking about? Remember those 1,000-piece or 2,500-piece puzzles that I know everybody's probably had the distinct pleasure of putting together? Now, imagine trying to put that puzzle together without the picture on the outside of the box. I got to be honest with you. It would be near impossible. In fact, I probably would not even tackle that, that project. It's something that would not be enjoyable because there would be no foreseeable vision of where we're heading. Yet in healthcare, that's what seems to happen. We tend to get this incomplete picture of where this person wants to go. They want to be a picture of health, but we don't have the picture of what they envision or what they can be. And we make clinical decisions based on incomplete information. So this is a totally wrong way of doing things, but yet it happens over and over and over again. I mean, you guys have heard me say this on other podcast episodes, on past podcast episodes, that polycystic ovary syndrome, PCOS, which is an insulin dysregulation disorder that affects women of childbearing age. It's totally treatable, yet if it's untreated, it can lead to the higher risk for breast cancer, ovarian cancer, type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, cholesterol disorders, heart disease, and the list goes on and on and on. Yet in the United States, we tend to only recognize that at a rate of about 2 to 5% of the female population. Yet when you get outside the United States, the rest of the world uses one particular criteria that the United States does not use, and they recognize PCOS at rates of close to 30% in women of childbearing age. Now, there's a huge disconnect there, yet they aggressively treat, diagnose, and treat polycystic ovary syndrome or PCOS, yet in the United States, we don't collect enough information. Our diagnostic criteria are wrong. Therefore, we don't make the diagnosis and women suffer because of it. So what's the right way to look at this? Well, the first of all, you've got to have the right picture. If you don't have the right picture to start with of what your vision is for where you want to go, then you're not going to have all the pieces of the puzzle Going back to that thousand piece puzzle analogy, have any of you guys ever tried to work on one of those and you get to the very end and it's missing like two or three pieces? Even if it's missing one piece, you go, oh my gosh, I cannot believe it's missing one piece. And you get down on your hands and knees with a flashlight, you're looking all over the floor and you're trying to find this stinking one piece to the puzzle or two or three pieces And you just come to the conclusion that it's nowhere to be found and it's never going to be found. The dog ate it. The cat ate it. It disappeared into the same black hole that your socks disappear into. Whatever the case, it just, it's gone. 
and you don't have this complete picture. And that's what happens in healthcare. So the right way of doing this when we're looking at getting the complete picture starts with a proper history. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, a clinician who actually has the time to sit down. And if you remember from a couple episodes back, I talked about having the right provider with the right lens and the right time of exposure. That time of exposure only occurs when you have the time in your clinical practice to be able to devote to it. Because let's face it, a new patient evaluation typically will take most providers 15 to 20 minutes, maybe 30 if you're lucky. After you've sat in their waiting room for an hour, hour and a half, maybe two hours to be seen, and you get back there and it's wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and you're out the door and you're going, what just happened? And it's because that provider, that medical provider is just crunched for time and they didn't have the time of exposure to be able to tease through lifestyle type history, your past medical history, your family history, your exposures and I've done a previous episode that touched on exposure or exposomics in the past. I've not talked much about lifestyle, but being able to tease through things like, are you moving enough? Are you hydrating enough? Are you limiting the amount of media that you expose yourself to? Or in other words, negative type media. Are you limiting the amount of TV time that you have? Are you getting enough sleep? What kind of chemical habits do you have? And what does your diet look like? I mean, it literally, I can spend as much as 30, 45 minutes just talking about lifestyle that I just outlined for you right there. And it's one of those things that's got to be done, but it's one of those things that very rarely ever gets done. Typically, you go in for a medical visit. It's you filled out paperwork. They kind of review through it, ask any questions they might have about the paperwork you filled out, and then they send you to the lab. They do a quick physical and send you to the lab and get very general labs done. I'm here to tell you, when it comes to looking at the whole picture of the puzzle and putting all the pieces together, in order to develop that right picture, you've got to do things like, depending on what's going on with the person, you may look at heavy metal toxicity. You may look at genetics. And and I'm not talking about genetics for an inheritable disorder that you're born with that causes you to, like a trisomy disorder that causes Down syndrome. I'm not talking about that type of genetic disorder. I'm talking about a deeper look at genetics that help us understand your risk for cardiovascular disease, your risk for Alzheimer's, the type of exercise that you probably would benefit from, the type of foods that you would benefit from, nutritional type labs that look at uh, vitamin levels, metabolic type labs that look and help us identify 10, 15 years ahead of time, whether or not you're predisposed or it's looking like you're predisposed to type 2 diabetes. Thyroid labs that look at seven or eight markers versus one or two markers so we can get a complete picture. Mitochondrial type labs that look at balances in energy production. And those are some new things that have actually come out in just in the past few years. Detoxification type protocols, cardiac labs, everything from advanced lipids to advanced imaging, looking at prostate correctly and doing the right thing with it, looking at mold toxicity, looking at telomere length. And I know I'm probably making you go blind right now talking about all the specifics, but when you're looking at the right picture, you've got to get down to the pixel level, the granulated level in order to develop that picture. Remember when digital cameras first came out? I mean, everybody thought they were the greatest thing and they actually were. I mean, we had just moved within a few short years from the instant Polaroid camera that kind of spit the picture out 
And within 60 seconds, you had a picture. Remember, you used to have to fan those things to get the formula, the developing formula to dry on it. You couldn't touch it. You had to hold it on the white. And there'll be some listening to this podcast that have no idea what I'm talking about, and that's okay. But we rolled straight from that into the disposable camera, which was actual 35 millimeter film and a disposable camera. We rolled into the digital camera era. And from that, we've just grown and it's gotten better and better and better. But I remember some of the first digital cameras that came out, the pictures were truly pictures, but the quality on the pictures was not that great. And it's because they had a low pixel resolution. So the higher the pixel resolution, the more fine, the more clear that picture is. And now, I mean, we've got picture quality that is just astounding with 35 millimeter cameras. I've got a a professional body camera that I I do amateur photography with as a hobbyist. And I mentioned in previous episode that I took that camera with the right lens to Africa, to the Masamara in Kenya and uh, did photo safari. And man, that camera was absolutely amazing. The lens was the zoom lens I had was absolutely amazing. And uh, it took some of the best pictures, but it was because we were able to get high resolution, highly pixelated pictures that gave us that quality. So when you're dealing with a provider and you're looking at getting the right picture, the right labs have to be ordered. The right diagnostic testing imaging has to be ordered. The right history has to be obtained. And without that complete picture, those tiny little pixels and every little piece of that picture, you have an incomplete grainy picture. And that does nobody, no one any good. When you're able to work with a provider that will actually give it the length of time on exposure to get that high quality, high resolution, highly pixelated picture with multiple diagnostics and things like that, then you're able to get on the path to success and feeling better. Let's face it, feeling bad, nobody wants to feel bad. And nobody sure as heck wants to go to a a general medical provider or a specialist for that matter and be told that, oh, you're everything's normal. It must be all in your head. Here's a prescription for an antidepressant. Nobody wants to be told that. When I hear those stories over and over again, In the back of my mind, I say incomplete picture, a 1980s digital camera versus a current modern day digital camera. It's just a vast difference. So if you want to feel better, you've got to have somebody working with you that will obtain the right picture. And I would say I would go one step further. You need to advocate for yourself to get the right picture. You're not going to know all the tests that need to be done. That's for somebody like me who does functional and integrative medicine. But you are going to need to find somebody that if they're not in functional and integrative medicine, that you can educate yourself and then you can educate them. And it's got to be somebody that's open mind. The unfortunate thing is, is we in the medical arena, we deal with egos and a lot of medical providers don't want to be told how to do their job. So that's it in simple terms. You got to have the right picture in order to make the right progress. Now, I got to be honest with you. I am passionate about helping CEOs, entrepreneurs, authors, and influencers perform at the top of their game so they don't have to worry about the sneaky pitfalls of this broken medical system and remain feeling bad for the rest of their lives. In fact, I want them feeling as best as they can. I want them to tenfold increase their peak flow state so that they can have massive impact with their businesses. 
Now, if you've been feeling bad, you've lost faith in the medical system and want to finally get answers how you can feel better, my inbox is always open. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to chat with you. And we can even book a free 15-minute strategy session to explore some possible solutions to get you back on track. You can message me on Facebook or Instagram at The Optimal CEO. I'd like to thank you for joining me today. Please stay tuned next week where we'll be talking about, and I get tickled every time I think of this title because when I came up with it, I was like, oh man, this is a perfect title. We're going to be talking about focusing on flies can hurt you. Now, you're going to want to stay tuned to see what that means because the flies in your wellness care are so dangerous and focusing on them is so dangerous that you're not going to want to miss this episode. So stay tuned. Until next time, this is Dr. Brian Brown, the Optimal CEO, signing off. And I hope you have an optimal day. Here at the Optimal CEO Podcast, we help CEO entrepreneurs who love taking ownership of their wellness journey because they know it's their most prized investment. And when their state of wellness is at its peak, their income soars. We want to help relieve CEO entrepreneurs from the pressure of unnecessary health exposure so they can be highly focused on growing their business and physically optimized for the journey so they can enjoy getting there.